Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 10, 10 9, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, and welcome to the pre-show. It is Tuesday, June 13th, 5.30 in the morning. Thank you guys for joining us as we get things going here on a Tuesday. And thank you, as usual, for all of the check-ins. We see you guys. Thank you so much, whether it's a text or a call at 702-364-9400 or it's a tweet at Mercedes in the AM, want to say good morning to Rick, Diane, and Sarah. We have Sandell listening this morning, Buckeye, Bob, got Tap in Missouri, the Texas Moore family. Bo is listening. Christy is listening. Uh, let's see here. On Twitter, we have uh, Melody's checking in. Dawn, Mike, Justin, Kim, all there. Thank you so much. Good morning. Good morning to you. There's an uh, electricity in the air this morning. There's a special feeling in this city. It's just a, a different energy out there this morning. You, you're feeling it, huh? You're not feeling it out there this morning? Oh, well, of course I'm feeling it. I, just, I, I was just asking you if you're feeling Oh, well, I'm feeling it. And also to you, I mean, it's a special energy in your world. Last night, your Denver Nuggets. So much excitement going on right now. I'm so happy for you right now. There's a there's a lot happening. Yeah, that's a, that is my hometown basketball team. Been going to games since I was a little kid, and it was so cool to see them win last night. The first ever franchise championship. Oh. Um, we even went to a game this past season. It was so much fun. And uh, my my sister and brother in law are like diehards. They but they were they missed that last game. They're in Dubai <laughs> right now. So. I sh- my sister was posting video of them in Dubai watching the game, and it was uh, it was kind of funny. Like a- after that whole season where they went to almost every single game, they missed the last one oh. because they're out of the country. I felt and really the bad for them. Too. Yeah, oh. but they were super excited. It was uh, yeah, my family was super super happy about that. And then I get a text from my youngest brother uh, Mario last night, and uh, what did he write? It said something like. Um, Okay, now the Golden Knights have to win for in hockey, and then we've got both teams. And I was so excited because, I mean, I think he's an Avalanche fan, to be honest, but he's rooting for our team, so that's great. That's good. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, so I was thinking about your last time when they won that. So, yeah, but things in my world are great. It's fantastic. But yeah, just waking up with the Golden Knights, the big hockey game today, and it's just, you know, there's an excitement in the city, and, and fans are excited today. It's a, it's, a, it's any time to be here in Las it's Vegas. It's going to be a, a big one today, and fingers crossed all goes well. You know, it's a, it's a best of 
seven series for a reason. So I don't expect Florida to just, you know, kill over and make it easy for the Golden Knights. But yeah, I think I know what everyone's going to be doing right around five o'clock this afternoon. So we'll be talking more about that. We're going to actually have a couple of well-known names from the Vegas Golden Knights uh, support team. Dave Gosher, he is going to be on the show this morning. We're going to talk about the game, uh, what's been going on with him and uh, what, what his predictions are. And then also, you know him as Golden Pipes, Carnell Johnson. He is going to be on the show, his first time ever on our show. Just uh, the most amazing voice. And he sings the national anthem before our Vegas Golden Knights game. And we'll be uh, talking to him a little bit, too. I, I got to imagine he's uh, he's pretty excited t- tonight. I love seeing him get that national exposure when uh, when they cover it nationally and, and they play his version on on uh, TV. It's really cool. Yeah, and it's his voice. He's, he's a really cool dude. I, I, I did some work with him through the radio station a couple years ago, and he's just he's just a neat guy. He's a, obviously a music guy. He's got a, a band going and stuff. He's just It's a neat person. It'll be fun to have him in the studio this morning. Yeah, so we're going to have that going on. So much happening, and we might as well get things started right now. Time for the pre-show. You pick them. You guys get to pick the first song of the show. Do you want to hear Loving an Elevator by Aerosmith? Do you want to hear Hook by Blues Traveler? Do you want to hear the one by Backstreet Boys? Those are your choices. Get your votes in now. All you have to do is call or text us at 702-364-9400. You can vote on our Facebook page or you can tweet us at Mercedes in the AM. We are going to count your votes now and reveal the winner next on Mix 94.1. Mix 94.1. Coming, coming, coming up. You're going to want to hear this. We have more to come on the pre-show this morning. On the way next, we have the Daily Dirt. Jungkook from BTS proves that the band has the most passionate fans in the world. What happened? Details in about five minutes. And the votes are in. The one by Backstreet Boys is the pre-show. You pick them. You choose the music, you pick it, we play it. Awesome. It's the Mercedes in the Morning pre-show, you pick a mix, Nutty 4.1. It's time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. Let's start with the latest in the charts, and this is still the number one song in the country. Morgan Wallen's Last Night is still number one. A total of ten weeks at number one for this song. Number two song in the country. Miley Cyrus still holding strong at number two. Number three is Calm Down. And then a big move in the charts is Luke Combs and his cover of Fast Car. That jumped from number eight to number four. So I remember when we were driving, driving in your car. Speed so fast, I feel like I was drunk. 
You were the one that introduced a lot of us to this song when we played it uh, a few weeks ago. It's just, uh, right now, I've been noticing a trend in music. It's nostalgia. A -hmm. lot of people are wanting to hear some of these older songs and then these older songs that have been redone. People are loving it. And I'm not a big fan of remakes. I love this remake. I think he does a really good job. Yeah, he nailed it on this cover here. So, by the way, this fast car jump at the number four with the, the original from Tracy Chapman, that song peaked at number six. So, Luke Combs' version has surpassed the original that Tracy Chapman put out in the 80s. So, I thought this was so fascinating. Jungkook from BTS, did you see this? So, I'm sure you heard about it. Fell asleep during a live stream. He was doing a live stream. He falls asleep, and millions of fans, they just kept watching him as he was sleeping. Yeah, the, I saw the live go off, and he was doing stuff for a while and, and you know, talking, and then he got tired. But that's, that happens with them all the time. Uh, v fell asleep on the live once, uh, like hours, and people just stayed there, like <laughs> still had tons of people just watching him sleep. It's it's funny. It shows how passionate the fans are, and it's a big day if you're a BTS fan, because uh, today is Festa. It's the 10-year anniversary of the band. I love the photos that you posted uh, of the band, and you and your daughter is going to see him in concert, because that brought you and your girls closer, right? Uh, it just was, uh, yeah, and it's one of those, uh, you know, concerts. We went to all four nights when they were here, and we we talk about it still. We just had the best time, and yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. The uh, so BTS first K-pop group to debut at number one on the Billboard charts in South Korea, celebrating the tenth anniversary with BTS Festa starts today. They've lit up the, the the city's lit up purple. That's the band's color, and then J-Hope has released a rock version of the single Arson, and here is what that rock version sounds like. A little snippet of that song. We have a lot arson. Of, ar- is that how it goes? <laughs> yeah, arson. <laughs> I, I love that. Like, arson. These guys are really cool. They really are. And you've, you introduced, I think, a lot of us to BTS. So thank you for doing that. Oh, well, thank you for supporting it because some people do not. And I appreciate that you get excited about my excitement for the band. I do. I do. And I got excited last night when the Denver Nuggets... Knocked off the Miami Heat to win their first NBA title in franchise history. The final score was 94-89. to You mentioned there in the opening break there that as a kid you go to games and stuff. And that's the cool thing to look back on, too. A family moment. It was probably a surprise. Your family's taking you to a Nuggets game. Probably sitting up high and stuff and getting some popcorn and watching the basketball game. It was yeah, cool. it was really cool. And, and yeah, I remember going. I remember uh, getting to high-five Carmelo Anthony when he played for the Nuggets once when we were sitting there. I just stuck my hand out and he hit it. I was like, oh my gosh. It's like, it was so exciting for us. And just to see them do so well. It's a it's a big thing for Denver. It's always been about Broncos and I'm so happy to see the Nuggets finally get something like this. Yeah, it's really cool. So uh, congratulations to the Nuggets and Nuggets fans and then uh, sports here in town. Game five of the Stanley Cup final tonight, five o'clock on TNT, our Vegas Golden Knights. As you know, the lead the series. Three to one over the Florida Panthers. Looking for tickets, StubHub. I checked this morning. Upper level start at twelve hundred dollars. It's it's actually insane. I've never seen that. Like right after they won Game Four, I jumped on just mm-hmm. to see, and upper level was like six hundred. And the lower bowl had already climbed up to like 4,000. Now the lower bowl is just, I think I saw this morning, there's seats for $25,000. 
one seat for twenty five thousand. I'm like, okay, I love these guys, but I, I I can't afford this. I when I punched in, you know, Vegas Golden Knights. They show the game, you click on it, and the first thing I see is a five hundred dollar price point. I'm like, that's that's expensive, but it's not as high as we've been talking. That was for a parking pass. Oh, it was. Someone well, is selling a parking pass for five hundred dollars. Must be a good parking pass. Oh yeah. Well, you know what? There's a lot of watch parties happening that people can go to, or if you're like me, you're fine watching it in the comfort of your own home. Get some good food going and and make it a watch party at home. Snacks are cheaper that way, too. Yeah. Uh, More dirt coming up in the 7 o'clock hour, right around 7.15. It's Mix 94.1. Mercedes in the morning. Welcome to another episode of Mercedes in the Morning, show number 1859. And now, here's your hosts, Mercedes and Jay-Z. Good morning. Welcome to the show. It is so good to have you guys joining us. It's 6 o'clock. It's June 13th. And quite a day it will be. I will say yesterday was quite a day. Um, I was in the kitchen and I look outside and sunshiny, nice as can be. And I just see all this water. And I'm like, what? I, I'm like, a pipe must have burst. It's like going all over the, the driveway. And I look outside and I'm like, oh, it's raining. But it's sunny. It was so bizarre. It was so weird last night. I was driving home from Channel 8 last night. I'm like, I'm going to get a nice outdoor workout. And the weather's nice. Yeah, it's overcast and stuff. I get home. Same thing. Mercedes, I go upstairs and start to get, take off my suit and stuff. And all of a sudden, you, I hear the rain. Like, it's raining? Look outside in the backyard. It is coming down hard. But at the same time, the sun is shining in the front of the house. It was so bizarre and neat at the same time. But th- my house has a, uh, there's a construction defect in my house. And, and to me, it adds some charm to it. When it rains, a puddle forms in our garage. And when it rains real, we get that heavy rain, I get two puddles in my garage. Guaranteed. And that's why I can tell if I'm not home and I come home, open the garage door, and there's two big puddles, I'll know, like, oh, wow, we had a heavy rain. So last night, that storm that came through, that was a two-puddle storm that came through last night. You say it's a construction defect? Is like, is it coming down? In through the roof? No, or? it's it's more the way it's, it has to do with the way the driveway's laid out, and it gets, it's not construction of the house. I just need to get the driveway fixed. There's like a little bit of a divot, so when the the water falls off the roof, it hits the driveway instead of draining out into the street. It kind of puddles first, and then it starts to drain out to the street. So it's I just have to zone come out and level it in order to fix it. But ah. we've been there for 13 years, and and I haven't done anything about it yet. It's just two puddles in the garage. But I can tell when it's been a heavy rain; those puddles form in that garage. I can tell when it's been a heavy rain here at the radio station. This is a true construction defect um there will be puddles in um right outside our office on in the hallway also in the women's bathroom in the second stall and the second stall is like it has been out of commission for a couple of years now like there's a sign it's like do not use and i don't think they're going to ever get it fixed it's just nobody can use the second stall anymore and then we were talking to we were having a meeting with our sales manager yesterday and she was saying that whenever it rains she gets a leak in her office. Oh, like, she does? Yeah, it's just, a, yeah, there's a, there's some true construction defects around here. And I think we get one in the green room, too. They're all over the place. Yeah, the heavy, heavy rains are in the green room. And then when it's a heavy rain for the men's room, it's next to the sink. And there's a there's like a permanent bucket there to catch the drops when, when the rain happens. I didn't know, but I didn't know the ladies' bathroom was down to, I knew it was down to two. You mentioned that a couple weeks ago. I didn't realize it was down for that long. Oh, it's been down. I don't think, I honestly don't think there there's any plans to get it fixed. I think they just put a bucket in there. One of those yellow signs that says, you know, what does it say? Like, don't slip and fall or something like that. Uh-huh. It's just, it, it, it's never going to get fixed. You got stall one, and then you have the big giant um, 
handicap stall, uh, stall three. No one can go in stall two. At least you have a spacer then between the yeah, two stalls. Yeah, exactly. Today's show, we are stacked. 7.30, Vegas Golden Pipes. Carnell Johnson will be in studio with us. And then at 8.45, Dave Gosher will be uh, joining us as well to talk about tonight's hockey game and everything Vegas Golden Knights. So lots going on on today's show. And up next is What's Trending. What do you got for us? All right. We are going to talk about the, uh, the Celine Dion, the queen of Vegas. She is saying goodbye. Pat Sajak is moving on. And cover your kids' ears. Wait until you hear what the upcoming Happy Meal prize is. Oh, my gosh. They're going to want you to take them there. It's all coming up next in What's Trending. Mercedes in the mornings. What's trending is on Mix 94.1. Celine Dion is trending this morning. So the queen is headed back to Canada. The, she she is the woman who basically revamped the Las Vegas residency. And she's saying goodbye. Headed home. Radar Online is reporting that Celine sold her $30 million Las Vegas mansion after canceling the remainder of her residency. And she's going back to Canada. She wants to surround herself with friends and family as she fights the debilitating symptoms due to her stiff person syndrome diagnosis. The source adds that the disease is incurable and she is just not getting any better. She has 11 siblings that are living up in Canada right now where she can have that support system that she needs in this time of crisis. But she really did change the image of Las Vegas with her residency and this city owes her a lot. Oh yeah, and then she was you know set to come back at Resorts World and that's sad to hear, but happy to hear she'll be around family and everything, but she did. She paved the way for all these residences we see now. It used to be kind of like a cheesy thing to come here. They used to always mock Las Vegas like, oh, this is where celebrities come to die. And no, now if you get a Las Vegas residency, you're a big deal. (laughs) Not everyone gets one of those. So thank you to Celine on that. We hope that she uh, feels better being surrounded by friends and family. Also trending this morning is Pat Sajak. So the longtime host of Wheel of Fortune he says next year is his final spin. He made the announcement yesterday. He's going to retire next year. He says, well, the time has come. I decided that our 41st season, which begins in September, will be my last. It's been a wonderful ride, and I'll have more to say in the coming months. Many thanks to you all. Now, although he won't be in front of the camera, he's still going to partner with the show as a consultant for the next three years following his retirement. He began hosting Wheel of Fortune in 1981. He won the Daytime Emmy for Outstanding game show host three times. Oh, yeah. Who's going to replace him? Do you remember what he had? He had a brief run of having a late night talk show. I think it lasted all of a season and then it got canceled, but he um, he tried to break away and start a talk show and it just it, it didn't work out for him, unfortunately. Well, I heard this morning that his daughter actually works on the show and uh, she I don't know what she does exactly, but uh, her name was kind of being thrown around. I don't know if that's that's true that she would do something, but that would be kind of cool to keep it in the family. The Say Jack legacy would continue. Yeah. That'd be real neat. And then finally this morning, McDonald's is trending. So if you have a kid or you spend much time with any, chances are you know what a Squishmallow is. They're those soft, squishy toys that come in all shapes and sizes in the form of animals like pandas and cats, even foods like pineapples and avocados. And now they are headed to McDonald's as Happy Meal prizes. Jazzwares, the company that makes the adorable stuffies, they're teaming up with Mickey D's for the promo, which features 24 collectible Squishmallows, including exclusive and seasonal designs. 
every participating McDonald's restaurant will have 10 to 12 Squishmallows, uh, according to their press release. Plus, 14 of the plush toys will have a playlist that matches their personality and can be accessed by scanning a QR code. The playlists are created by Universal Music Group, but the artists that... That will be featured. Those have not been unveiled yet. As for when the Squishmallows will start being included in Happy Meals, that has not been announced yet. But it is expected to be very soon. I have a feeling a lot of parents will be taking their kids for Happy Meals. And that is what's trending. I wish we had social media when we were kids. At times I do. Because I would imagine, I would love to see what you'd be posting as a child. Well, I, I <laughs> was just messing around with some stuff here on my desk and I found this paper clip. And I immediately took the paper clip and I started reforming it. And it made me think of something I did as a kid. Did anyone, did anyone do something really weird as a kid? Like you look back now thinking... <laughs> What was I thinking? I, I reformed this paper clip this morning and I thought I need a piece of gum because I used to make retainers out of my gum and paper clips. And it was just the dumbest thing. I don't know why I'd, I'd, uh, I thought it was so cool to get a retainer. This is before I even had braces. And then I actually got my retainer and I never wanted to wear it after that. But yeah, the weird thing I used to do as a kid is I would make, uh, I would take the gum, chew it up, and then I'd form it like the top, the roof of my mouth. I'd get the paper clip and I'd stick it into the gum, like a little, um, upside down U. And then I'd, I'd put Put it in my mouth and I'll be like, oh, like what? What kid does that? What was wrong with me? I just I, I am so I look back at a lot of the things that I did as a kid and I thought it's a wonder that I came out unscathed. I was weird. Time out on this thing. You put it in your mouth. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I thought you just made it like look at my retainer. You slid that thing into your I mouth put it in my mouth. I talked to my friends. They'd be like, when'd you get a retainer? I'm like, oh, that thing I have for a while. But you didn't have braces. You just got a retainer. Yeah, it's just, you know. Yeah, came my treat straight. Meanwhile, they're still all janky and stuff. <laughs> I just I and then an know. hour later, it's out. Too. Where's your retainer? Oh, I took it out. Well, yeah, the gum lost its flavor, so I had to spit <laughs> out my retainer. It's just, it's so funny. I don't know if anyone else looks back at at themselves and think, what was I thinking? Seriously, what was going through my mind? Because who does that? Although all, a lot of my other friends did that. I had to have learned it from somewhere. So Yeah, and then you pass it on to the generations behind you. Yeah. Some of the classmates are doing that. I would take a like a lead pencil and click it, click it, click it till the leg comes out really, really long and then hold it in and pretend that I was taking like a needle into my arm and push it down and the lead would just slide back into the pencil but to the naked eye, it looked like I was sticking that lead into my arm. Yes, I, I remember kids doing that and I was tricked by that for the longest time. Like, why are you putting lead in there? <laughs> why are you mimicking shooting up like a drug addict? What is happening? But hey, you learned some valuable lessons maybe uh, how to take uh, shots better by pretending that lead was going inside of you. But that was, yeah, I remember click, 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 it get really long too, and because you don't want to break the lead because that lead would break at times, but then you had to slowly, like, look at me, I'm injecting myself right now. What is wrong with us? <laughs> I mean, oh, geez, now I'm actually looking for a mechanical pencil because I want to try that. <laughs> <laughs> Post it on social media, and I'll try, the, cool. I'll try the gum retainer thing tonight. <laughs> hey, if you missed it, so lots going on in the show today. Next hour, 7.30, Vegas Golden Pipes. Carnell Johnson will be joining us in studio to talk about the game tonight. And of course, he's got his big performance before the game tonight. So that happens at 7.30. That is the worst feeling ever. I I just went to the break room because this is weird, but I like to drink coffee out of a straw sometimes because 
it doesn't get stain your teeth as bad if you just don't you know, sip it through a straw. It doesn't get all over your mouth and, and turn your teeth weird colors. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to run to the break room and grab a straw. And so I grabbed one and not really paying attention. And I unwrap it and I stick it in my, my coffee and I take a sip and I was like, bleh, bleh. it was a paper straw. Oh, I cannot stand paper straws. I know they're good for the environment. I know we should all be using them. But man, I just cannot get behind paper straws. They are. Why do we have a paper straw in the break room? I thought those were only in California that we got those. That's Odyssey trying to do their one thing to save the environment. Just with the paper straw and the hot coffee, it just starts to disintegrate even faster. Because if you're just normally drinking your saliva and the liquid, whatever, is eventually going to start to wear it down. I'm guessing the hot liquid has torn that thing apart even more. Yeah, it it just made it so (laughs) soggy. And and so I immediately took it out. I'm like, I guess we're staining our teeth today. But... (laughs) I, 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 okay. I understand that it's better for the environment. We don't want plastic to end up, um, in our oceans to harm our sea life, but there's no oceans here. Why is there a paper straw here? I I mean, we can recycle our straws. Oh man. (sighs) Is there something that, you know, it's good. It's good for yourself or the environment or whatever, but you just can't get behind it. I'm sorry. I will never ever be okay with paper straws ever how about this you walk into a restaurant you go in there like oh yeah right this way here's your table you know thanks for coming to our our restaurant and uh, oh there's a little qr code on the table scan that qr code for your menu no give me a paper menu i want a menu menu. (laughs) i know there's germs on it i know you're wasting paper but i want to hold a menu i'm not scanning anything give me a menu because then you have to go from the drink menu to the dessert menu to the to the dinner menu oops i accidentally pressed the lunch menu now i have to go back and I am with you on the QR codes for everything. Why does everything have to be a QR code? <laughs> scan the QR code on your TV right now to say, like, how am I supposed to run onto my TV and scan a QR code as it's, it's, it's flying by as well? And yeah, by the time you get to it and you open up your camera and then it's like, bye. <laughs> and at dinner, too, there's always one person in your party who can't get the QR code to work. I can't. Can I just use your phone? Fine. Here you go. Here's my phone with the QR code. Oh, yeah. it's uh, The QR codes are so annoying. I don't What's worse? Paper straws or QR codes? Ooh, that's you tough. You be the judge. That because is tough. Because uh, I have a a struggle with that one. I'm going to have to go with paper straws, though. Steph's going to go throw all the paper straws out and replace them with nice plastic ones. (laughs) I know we should get those metal ones that you can reuse over and over, but then those hurt my teeth, too. Yeah. Like putting your teeth on metal. And the ones that wash properly, who's else using those straws? Mm -mm, Yeah, no, that would be my own that I would bring from home, (laughs) for sure. (laughs) Hot Three's up next. What do you have for us? Okay, Americans, we are drinking a lot of alcohol. How much? That's coming up. Also, If you are a dad, would you be willing to quit your job and stay at home to take care of the kids? What do most dads say? And a lot of things can affect our mood, including our TV shows. What your favorite TV shows, how they can affect your mood. Do they make you happy? Do they make you sad? We're going to talk about all that coming up next in the Hot 3. Here we go. It's time for the Hot 3 on Mix Nutty 4.1. The Hot 3 is brought to you by Legacy AC. Visit them at LegacyAC.com. The average American drinks 60% more hard liquor now than in the mid-90s. Americans are drinking more wine, too. Now, overall, 
The average American consumed 2.51 gallons of ethanol, which is the alcohol in wine, beer, and spirits in 2021, compared to 2.15 back in 1995. They say, however, that beer consumption is down about 15% since the mid-90s. The average person drank two and a half gallons of alcohol in 1860, which was at the brink of the Civil War, one gallon in 1934 at the repeal of Prohibition, um, and then... Looking now, we're drinking in historical terms as much liquor now as we did in the Civil War days. Oh, wow. I, it, it's so funny because I I guess in my group of friends, it's kind of like that. Uh, I don't know if it was from uh, New Year's, making the resolutions, but nobody's drinking as much as they used to. I don't know what's going on. I'm the exact same boat. I had my first glass of wine. It was just one glass of wine Friday night at dinner. And that was my first glass in two months. And yeah. was, I just, I just kind of stopped. I didn't like the, we talked before, like the lack of, you don't sleep as hard. And I wake up the next morning, maybe a little sluggish. And I just, I was just got tired of that. And so I just stopped. And then Friday night, I had one glass of wine. It was nice. And Saturday was fine, but nothing on Saturday night. I do believe the hard liquor thing. I think that's what I see people mostly drinking now, like the whiskeys and, and tequilas and stuff like that. I mean, that stuff is way too potent for me. And plus, I don't really like the taste of those things. So I usually just stick to wine or if we're just hanging out at the house with someone we go with a white cloth something like that but i can't i can't do the hard liquor i can do uh i'm a vodka guy i like kettle one um and tito's vodka as well so if i do the hard stuff it'll be vodka uh vodka tonic would be my drink but last i can't tell you the last time i had vodka tonic that'd be probably uh christmas time it just it's doesn't it sound like such a 2000s drink a vodka tonic. I, I <laughs> seriously, in 2023, I do not hear anyone order that, and that's my go-to. Also, if I'm gonna drink hard liquor, mm-hmm. but I never hear anyone order that anymore. It's always whiskey. Whiskey, give me, you know, whatever the fancy uh, what, what bourbons stuff like that. It's never, it's never vodka anymore. The and poor the t- vodka. The, poor, well, <laughs> the, the tonic too. The tonic is not a popular thing. Anytime yeah. I go to a party anywhere, I just it's been a long time, but everyone always has club soda, club soda, club soda. I'm like, do you have tonic water? They're like, what? No. Yeah, I've never had it with tonic water. What's the difference? What is tonic water? Uh I th- tonic water is a little bit sweeter oh. than than your club soda. Blech. <laughs> Do you drink it with paper straw? Heck no, I don't drink it right. No, if I have a vodka tonic, it is uh, no straws at all. I don't uh, want a paper straw. Blah. Also this morning, if you are a dad, would you be willing to quit your job and stay at home to take care of the kids? A new survey shows that dads prefer work over the kids. More than two-thirds of working fathers with kids younger than 18 at home say they would prefer to work even if the family could afford to have them be Mr. Mom. Hmm. Get me out of this house. <laughs> I need a break. <laughs> Honey, this is great. Can I go back to work now? Well, I also think it's a, a it's kind of that, you know, machismo I have to provide for my family. And there's nothing wrong with that. And I, I respect that. But I also think that sometimes dads will underestimate how much they contribute by taking care of the kids and being there for them and you know not being a stranger to them. So I I, I commend the stay-at-home dads out there who who take care of their kids. It's not an easy job. Oh my gosh, I couldn't even imagine. There's no way I could do it. Raise a child and take care of everything. Everything stay-at-home moms or just moms and dads in general, yeah. but working moms, working dads. I just don't know if I'd be able to, to you know, if, if we have a child and Laura says, I want to continue my career you quit your job and you stay home and take the kids. I'm like, I, I would miss this. I would miss my career and everything I've done. No, you don't have to necessarily give it up. You know, it's it's possible to do both. 
it, it, I mean, I do both. And it, it's, it's just, it's about time management is really what it boils down to. You got to figure out who's going to commit to what actions. And that's, that's a, a talk that we had and it took us months to fine tune it but you you get there eventually oh i think yeah no if, if laura and i did have a kid i think we'd find a, uh well one we would both still have to work because we need the money but i i would think we'd find a balance of her you know maybe starting her day later i do the morning show and this and everything i thought you just, meant just straight up in general dads leaving their profession and focusing on staying at home and not working at all and being yeah. a stay-at-home dad that would be hard to do yeah that i mean it's hard to do for moms dads everyone mm-hmm. it's a thankless job mm. sometimes finally this morning so do you ever finish watching a tv show and then you feel your mood change either for better or worse. Well, according to a new poll, 81% of people say their mood influences what they watch. And 51% say what they watch can change their mood for the rest of the day. So here are some of the shows that will put you in various moods. For the happiest shows, these are the shows that put you in the best happy mood. You have this show... Modern Family puts you in a happy mood. You have this show, Friends, and you have this show, The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. These are the shows that put you in the happiest mood. Now, as far as nostalgia goes, uh, Friends is also on there as The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. And then also on the nostalgic shows, you got Seinfeld. So some of these are repeats. What are the most stressful shows? We'll just oh, what's going on here? We'll just listening to these theme songs. Uh, <laughs> we stop this here. Are, are you pressing also? Oh, no. oh okay. okay. Um, this is one of the most stressful shows. Breaking Bad. Oh yes. Oh my gosh, I would have panic attacks watching this show. Oh, the height of the popularity of that show and how it was all going to end. Oh yeah, so good though. Also, Grey's Anatomy. That show so hard for like the first four or five seasons, and then I it just lost me. Yeah, it lasted a little bit longer, but then uh, it lost me as well. But some of those storylines and the characters, the way they were killed off, dear lord, that was painful. Grey's Anatomy was also on the list for the most emotional shows, along with Sex and the City and oh, This Is Us. I miss This Is Us. That was such a sweet show. Remember when we were all in on This Is Us? We even had a This Is Us podcast. Yes, that's right. What was the name of it? This This Is Not not Us. This Is Not Us. (laughs) Legal things, we had to change these up a little bit. How creative were we? Uh I mean, This Is Not Us. (laughs) Hey, coming up here in about three minutes, we'll be kicking off our 7 a.m. social club. We'll be live from 7 a.m. to 8 a.m. And that all starts live on YouTube and Facebook, that is. That all starts next. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You definitely want to join us on the 7 a.m. social right now. We are live streaming the show on our Facebook and on our YouTube channels. Make sure you like and subscribe. Just look for Mercedes in the morning. And you'll also want to be watching uh, for a couple of other reasons. Coming up at 7.30, Golden Pipes from the Vegas Golden Knights singing the national anthem. He's going to be joining us live in studio. Also, Dave Gosher will be on uh, just before 9 o'clock. And today's Try It Tuesday. And if you're on the 7 a.m. social right now, um it involves this i'm holding <laughs> i'm holding a high heel shoe try it tuesday involves a high heel shoe so yeah you're definitely gonna want to tune in for that um i have this bite i don't know if i should go to the doctor because i got bit by um i think a mosquito maybe it was a spider or something and this happened like three weeks ago and i still have the mark it's still like bothering me i i don't know why but bugs love to to bite me for some reason i think i have that that smell or that that blood type that they like do you get bitten by bugs very often i don't i don't lars the same way bugs are attracted to her mosquitoes everything else i remember you told the story about the chiggers you got attacked by a bunch mm, of chiggers. I forgot that. Let me add that to the list of things that the have list? bitten me. I have a list of things that have bitten me. What's on the Mercedes list of things that have bitten you? So we have random bug. Re- we have mosquitoes. We have chiggers. Mm-hmm. Possibly bed bugs. Not confirmed, but possibly um, two dogs. Two? Yeah. One when my mom used to. Do you remember Avon ladies? My mom oh, used yeah. to be an Avon lady, and I went with her to help. Uh, deliver orders and we the lady opened the door and her dog just came out and goes took a chunk of my skin out um uh, like right below my belly button he just went at me um i got bit by my grandma's dog butch uh, a mean pug i've only met nice pugs but butch was mean (laughs) um and then i got bitten by a baby tiger before and that was your fault Because I brought, someone had baby tigers, and they reached out to me about wanting to do something on the show with them. I'm yep. like, fantastic, fantastic, bring them to the studio. So we had these little tiny tigers, and I don't know why we had them come into the studio, but then after the show, you were petting the one. And didn't he get clawed, too? Didn't he claw you as he, well? Yeah, he was not nice, but I was also stupid, and I didn't realize you had to be careful with baby tigers. I mean, they're not like kitty cats. You know, they they can hurt you, and this one just latched onto my arm teeth sunk in i think i still have a scar from that actually it broke skin i remember yeah. it broke skin because oh. in a post-show meeting our boss was like do you need to get that checked out like, a, hey. a tetanus shot or something yeah. so i got bit by a baby tiger and i got bit by my brother on several occasions okay. where he drew blood so those are the things what have you been bitten by um a llama as a child so there's a llama farm by our house and uh, we go there and we'd feed the llamas and everything and i just got a little too ambitious with the llama and put some grass or something and i remember the llama bit my finger so that hurts so i got bit by a llama and then uh chihuahua 
Chihuahua on live TV. Uh, not my Chihuahuas, but a Chihuahua on live TV. And that Chihuahua drew blood on my finger when I got bit by that. And then you have mosquitoes and stuff like that, spiders or something. But as far as like big animals, Chihuahua and llama. And that's it, I think. Puh. I laugh at your Chihuahua and llama. Seriously, I got bit by a tiger. <laughs> hey, who can trump Mercedes right now? So I'm kind of, I'm at the lower tier, and no, then you got Mercedes. I, I think a llama's pretty big. I gotta imagine that hurts. You know who owns the uh, llama farm right now is Yolanda Hadid bought that llama farm back in Pennsylvania. So now they're her llamas. Oh, wow. The real llamas of Beverly Hills. <laughs> I, don't know if it's, I don't know how long llamas live, but if it's the same llamas, one of Yolanda Hadid's llamas bit me. They say spit happens, <laughs> especially when I'm around. All the llamas have their taglines. <laughs> yo, mama, I say yo, llama. <laughs> Who can think of good taglines for the real llamas in Beverly Hills? It's actually Bucks County, not Beverly Hills. Oh, the real llamas of Bucks County. It's time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. Let's start with the charts. Number one song in the country is still this one right here. Morgan Wall last night, still the number one song. To a total of 10 weeks at number one. Number two song. Miley Cyrus. And then number three. You know, the song that made a big jump in the charts is Luke Combs, his cover of Fast Car. So I remember when we were driving, driving in your car, speed so fast to fill That jumped from eight to number four and has now passed the number six peak of Tracy Chapman's original version. I just, I like it so much, this remake, and I'm not a big fan of remakes, and it also ha- makes me have a new appreciation of the Tracy Chapman song. I don't think I appreciated it when it came out. What, how, what year did it come out? I want to say it was 88. Oh, yeah, I definitely didn't. I was a kid. I was like, whatever. And it was probably too slow. But now that I listen to it and listen to the words as an adult, I'm like, oh, wow, this is a really good song. Yeah, it's a great song. So the fact that Luke Holmes and Fast Car and Morgan Wallen's uh, song um, last night are in the top five, this is the first time we have two country songs in the top five. This is the first time that we've had that since 2000. So a little quick pop quiz, Mercedes. Go back to the year 2000. I'll give you the first song. Think of the country songs that were big hits in the year 2000. Uh, you go back to the year 2000. This song was in the top five. Every little thing that you do, I'm so in love with you. And then there was a second song, a second country song that was in the top five at the same time. In 2000? Can you give me a hint? Oh, Garth Brooks. Female singer. Shania Twain. We play it. Pops up a lot on the... Still the one. No, pops up a lot on the... I appreciate you pick them, but it doesn't get picked. It doesn't get picked. I don't... I think it's it's her for sure. I think it's this song. Faith Hills Breathe. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't get picked. Why not? I don't know. I think because it's kind of slow. People want some energy in their day. Nothing against her, though. 
Taylor Swift's Errors Tour is pumping big bucks into local economies. We, we mentioned this last week, but now we have a better breakdown of the numbers. By the time it's done, her tour is going to generate $4.6 billion in tourism-related expenses, expenses like hotels and food. In addition to the $12 million in ticket sales per show, Swifties are also spending an average of around $1,300 to attend those shows. That includes travel, food, and other tourism-related expenses. Merch. Merch. That's right. Matt was out at the merch tent, wasn't he? Oh, my gosh. The merch sells out. You have to get there, like, the day before and get in line. It's crazy. I felt like Matt was ahead of the curve on that one. He was, like, the third person out there. I feel like he started the trend of getting there early and waiting in line for Taylor Swift merch. Because, yeah, he was, like, the third person Mm -hmm. there. And then we start talking about it, and he's like, it's literally like this swarm of people started showing up. Taylor herself, by the way, is making an estimated $10 million per show on this tour. She is going to be a billionaire when it's all said and done. I'm surprised she's not already, honestly. She's getting up there. Yeah. Ed Sheeran's mathematics tour, we mentioned this on Monday, It's it actually set an attendance record for MetLife Stadium in New Jersey with over 89,000 fans. U2 had the old record with 88,000 fans, but the official number for Ed is just over 89,000 fans. And two of those fans that were there on Saturday night were Chris Hemsworth and also Matt Damon. This is the third time that Chris has seen Ed in concert this year. He follows Ed around on tour. Super fan. I love it. Yeah. Tonight, it's Game 5 of the Stanley Cup Finals. 5 o'clock on TNT. Our Vegas Golden Knights, they lead the series 3-1 to one over the Florida Panthers. Game's going to be epic tonight. If you want to go, as of this morning, there's still some tickets available up the level. Section 218, starting at $1,200 per ticket. Per ticket. Um, I think you can go watch in the Hyde Lounge for like $800 per ticket. So there's a bargain. Get in the building. <laughs> yeah. I told Mercedes when I logged on this morning to stuff up, I, the first thing I saw was the price point of $500. I'm like, whoa, expensive. But for this game five, um, that was for a parking pass. Yeah. It's uh, if you are a season ticket holder and got in on that, that ground floor price, consider yourself lucky. Or maybe you're the one selling them for $12,000. <laughs> My buddy is a season ticket holder. Um, and he was showing me his um, the little packet you get. The beginning of the season, I'm sure you got this if you're a season ticket holder as well. Um, the melted ice. Yeah. I thought that was so cool. I didn't know they get that. I was just like, so did they just put a faucet under your faucet? <laughs> That's one of my friends. Do you like, think it's really ice? And I'm like, yeah, I trust maybe. them. Maybe. Uh, Denver Nuggets knocked off the Miami Heat to win their first NBA title in franchise history. The final score was 94 to 89. I know your family was celebrating that being from Denver. Yes, that was exciting. The first uh, franchise win in the in the team's history. And I've been going to Nuggets games since I was a little kid. So it's just really it was really exciting to see them win. Like I said, you know, the Avalanche won the Stanley Cup last year. Uh, the the Broncos have won a couple of Super Bowls. So the Nuggets were always kind of like the, you know, the, the, the little brother that didn't really do anything. And now he did something. They so got we're, we're happy. So tonight before the game, of course, Golden Pipes, Carnell Johnson will be singing the national anthem like he always does. A little taste. Here's the ending of his uh, of one of his national anthems. <laughs> to talk to him. He is here in the building. Golden Pipes on the way next. Every time you come
How can that voice not give you chills? He is the singer of the national anthem at our Vegas Golden Knights games, and he is joining us this morning ahead of a, a big game tonight. Carnell Johnson Golden Pipes is here. Yeah. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Oh. It's so good to have you here. We've been wanting you to come on the show for such a long time, Carnell. You, um, I just feel like you're a fabric of the Golden Knights and what they stand for. And I got to tell you, there's been a few games I've gone to where you were not there for various reasons. And I'm like, what? Where? Where is Carnell? What's going on here? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, just like everybody has their, their sick days and their vacation days. I Every now and then I take one. And it's not many. It's only usually maximum three games a season that voice is it just your your voice is is amazing what are you drinking right now what goes into preparing to sing the national anthem on game day well right now i'm drinking coffee so that i could wake up to get here <laughs> this morning um uh, but on a day like today honestly um a, a, i shouldn't say a lot of talking but you, you got to find that that good medi- medium ground it's just like a muscle you know you you warm up before you do the exercise so i, I warm up my voice by uh t- talking to people um sometimes i use a little fisherman's friends with little throat lozenges uh and then just warm-ups just you know vocal warm-ups uh right before i go on let's let's go back a little i want to know more about your background carnell uh you're born and raised las vegas right mm-hmm. yeah oh yeah where did you go to school uh i went to Green Valley High School, um, and I also went to UNLV, graduated from both of those. And what did you major in at UNLV? UNLV was music education with an emphasis in vocal, so I was classically trained in uh, opera. Classically trained in opera. Like, when did you realize that you... You actually had a pretty good voice. Was there a moment that you're like, wait a second, maybe this should be something I look into? I I guess ever since I was a kid, um, there are cassette tapes. Ask people what those are today. Um, (laughs) uh, Of of me singing along with my mom to like uh, old Cyndi Lauper tunes and and Wham. And, um, you know, it really came from my parents. And then it just kind of grew into a musical love. And then in middle school, I did band uh, first year. And then the last two years, I switched to choir. And then when I got to Green Valley, I just uh, went all out in choir. Go ahead, Jason. So how did the whole venture with our Vegas Golden Knights begin? Did you audition for it? Were there other people in the beginning that were singing it? Were you the guy from day one? Uh, not from day, day one, but from the first season. There there was a uh, big cattle call at the beginning with just video, or yeah, singing and video submissions, and then uh, they picked like uh, a little over 600 people to do live auditions, and then from then it was 41 people for the games, and I just got called for one of the games. It was only supposed to be a one and done, but it turned into more. Yeah, I think that the Vegas Golden Knights and the fans just fell in love with you because not just because you're incredibly talented, but I feel like you, I don't know, just represented us uh, and and listening to you. It's just it, it truly will bring a tear to your eye when you hear you sing when you when you do the national anthem, because I have to believe and you've done you've done musicals and you've done it all. Is the national anthem one of the hardest songs to sing out there it is actually deceptively hard um you know a lot of people don't realize the range that you have to have for it um and and honestly the melody isn't even its own it's it's the song is actually in 
old English drinking song called To Anachronon in Heaven. And if you look it up and you start listening to it, you're like, oh my gosh, it's a national anthem. But, you know, um, uh, I can't remember. My mind is drawing blank. I'm still trying to wake up. But, you know, he, he, he took the lyrics, set it to that song. And I don't know why he chose that one. But, you know, it's 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 in our folklore now. Your rendition, the way you sing it, it's just it's beautiful. It, it's truly beautiful. What do you Thank think you. of people when they do the national anthem and they put their own spin to it? I it, it's hard to 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 quantify in, in any sort of positive or negative light because there are a lot of songs out there that people do put their own spin to it, and I think it sounds amazing. There are tons of covers out there, and some of them, in my opinion, sound better than the original, and some peop- uh, somebody else might have another opinion, which is fine. Um, that being said, I think with a song like the National Anthem or any country's anthem, it's it's tricky to deviate from the original because people are so used to hearing one thing and a lot of people having that pride in their country want to sing along with it so it's it it behooves you to perform it like it's written um but i i don't have per se any issues with it now you know there are some out there that can you know <laughs> little little left to the imagination um but no no inherently i don't have any ish, big issue with it we're talking to golden pipes carnell johnson you see him at the beginning of our vegas golden knights game singing the national anthem i do feel like you do have a a bit of your own spin to your version of the national anthem and that comes right after gave proof through the and then you stop <laughs> did that happen naturally when everyone shouts out night? Did you did you originally sing the word night and then you realize wait everyone's gonna be screaming I'm gonna be quiet on this one word that you, you hit it uh, right on the head there. Every, I knew everyone's gonna yell before I got there. Um, I, I was I was forewarned that hey, just so you know, everyone screams this word, so don't let it throw you off. And so I figure, well, no, why not take a breath there because. You know, as singers, we all got to breathe. So let me just uh, let me just pause for a second. Let them do it. And I was told and I I don't know if there's any way to go back and figure this out. I was told I was the first one to do that. And if that was the case, they said that's what kind of solidified you as the anthem singer for the nights. I have the case people have been in the game. This this is what it sounds like when you're saying it. teams come in and and they shout out red or whatever do you purposely try to sing that word louder so you can drown Uh, them out yeah actually (laughs) short that short answer or star there's uh yeah calgary is c um there there are definitely some teams i know they're little quips and so i i try to sing over it just a little bit your night tonight and your your night at the games and stuff you're done the national anthem will you stay for the game do you sit there and watch the entire game or do you have other stuff that you have to i'm assuming you're staying tonight but you normally stay and watch the games yeah typically um it's it's a lot 
for the year, 41 games a year, and I have a day job, I have other jobs, I'm a, I'm a single dad, so sometimes I'll sing, I might stay for a period and then leave, sometimes I'll sing and just leave, and then sometimes I'll stay for the entire game, but you're right, definitely today is the entire game. <laughs> Do you have any interactions with the players, and is there one that stands out in your mind if you have that was kind of cool? Um, actually, I mean, when we're there, it's they're all business, so they're very, very, very hands-off, nobody can talk to them, minus you know the coaches equipment staff anybody that they need to directly uh be in contact with so all of us on the entertainment side don't really get to uh interact with them now that being said during the um the all-star game uh game last year uh when we were i was waiting in the tunnel to come seeing before the skills competition uh i got to see like mark stone and everything and they kind of kind of give you like a smile and a heads up and they're like oh he's here that's that's kind of cool so Oh, that's that was nice. awesome. Well, you, uh, you you are so talented, Carnell. You, I ho- always hope to see you when we go to the games. There was that one game where I saw you in the tunnel and you literally came up it to my seat to say oh, hi, yeah, which was yeah. so sweet. Yeah. Um, but Las Vegas loves you. And I love when you're featured on a national stage like you will be tonight. And uh, you make us so proud. Congratulations on all your success. And we can't wait to see see you tonight. Well, thank you so much, you guys. And thank you for having me this morning. All right, let's stick around. Let's do some photos. It's Mix 94.1. <laughs> Here we go. Three, two. It's time for the Hot 3 on Mix Nutty 4.1. The Hot 3, it's brought to you by Legacy AC. Visit them at LegacyAC.com. Is there a time of the day where you say, hmm, this is going to be a great day? Or, hmm, this is going to be a terrible day. A new study of adults reveals that by 8, 12 a.m., in just 22 minutes, most people can already tell if they are in for a good or a bad day. The study revealed that the biggest contributing factor to a negative start is the behavior of a partner or a boss. Surprisingly, even two-thirds of people acknowledge that one word can shape their outlook. The same proportion pretends to be in a better mood than they actually are. And to battle the morning blues, 41% of people find a few minutes to relax some listen to music some uh, look to a good meal but what's more 43 percent of people feel that their diet does affect their mood and 30 percent agree that eating healthy improves their state of mind common indicators that it's going to be a bad day is waking up groggy having those mood swings and sleeping through your alarm um, on the other hand if the sun is out if you wake up before you your alarm and you maybe find some money in a pocket or something then you are set for a good day <laughs> why is that one of the greatest things ever you reach up put on a pair of jeans you haven't worn in a couple weeks like what's this it could be like two bucks like oh I, I'm, I'm rich two dollars in my pocket that's huge that never happens to me because I never carry cash I just I don't have cash on me I always you know use Apple pay or something uh-huh like that and so um when i have cash it's like that's a weird situation like where did this come from i don't don't even know my pin at the atm anymore i just don't go get cash anymore you really don't know your pin i forget it i don't i i I can't tell you the last time i've gone my husband on the other hand he'll go and then sometimes i'll 
go to grab my purse and I'll see like, you know, 40 bucks sitting on top of it that he just put there for me to take. And then I'll take it. But um, yeah, I just never carry cash. Yeah, I, I have it on me now and again for tips and stuff like that, the car wash or whatever. There's some cash in me. And then obviously I put it in my pocket and forget about it till they put the jeans back on. And it's a gift to myself. Yeah, just a little uh, savings account in the, in the <laughs> yeah. denim. Um, also this morning, there may be a deal breaker question you need to ask a potential mate. What is your ideal thermostat setting in your house? A tech company called Sealed did a survey to find out about our habits, and it turns out that arguing over the thermostat happens in just over half of relationships. They found that in general, 68 degrees or lower was deemed fine at night, while 68 to 72 was optimal in the daytime. Over 60% of Americans called it a relationship ender. If a love interest refused to sleep with an air conditioner in the summer, um, they say that uh, like different states have different feelings about it. For Floridians, that number spiked to over 80%, but New Yorkers, they're different. They say they would forfeit AC in the summer for a shot at coupling up with someone. So, I mean, I think it, it doesn't even need to be said, but that's very, very important if you live here in the desert. Oh, yeah. Someone that wouldn't want the AC on at night, I could not imagine. We're 75 during the day, and then at night, the upstairs AC unit, we drop that down to 66. Yeah, that seems freezing to me. I don't know what it's at. I I just don't touch it. But at night, right before we go to bed, it's so cold that I'm shivering. And um, he's like, oh, it's fine. I'm like, I'm, my teeth are chattering. Are you kidding me? It's so cold in here. But you put your you put your weighted blanket on top of you. You get cozy under your cover. I'm right there with Matt. I start the uh, the cool down probably about 7 o'clock or 6.30. Go upstairs, drop it down to 70. So we go up to bed at 70. And then when I, we get up to bed, I drop it from 70 to 67. So the thing is kicking back on and blowing that, that cold air out as we start to fall asleep. Yeah, that's I'm covering my whole face. I'm under the weighted blanket. I'm <laughs> suffocating, but it's worth it. Uh, finally, this morning, a lot of people will drop trash on the ground because they don't care if it's littering or not. But some people actually think certain things are not littering, like maybe cigarette butts or banana peels. A recent poll asked thousands of people if they thought tossing a banana peel on the ground was littering. And about half, 49% said yes, it is. But 36% of people said it depends. For example, they say dropping a banana peel in the forest is not littering, but dropping it in the street is is and 14% said that it's never considered littering. Some people in the poll pointed out it's perfectly acceptable and even encouraged in um, Mario Kart. And others <laughs> others pointed out the insurance risks of the peel making people slip. I've never seen anyone slip on a banana peel, but I I agree with the the street thing, sidewalks, that's littering. But in a forest or like a jungle, I figure, okay, like there's a monkey in a jungle that finds a banana. He's not going to go find a garbage can to throw it away in. So he's just going to, you know, throw it there and it becomes fertilizer or whatever. But on a street, yeah, that's littering. Yeah, I'm locational. If I'm driving through the desert and I'm by myself and I finish an apple, I'm going to probably chuck it out the window. If I am driving through my neighborhood, I'm not going to chuck an apple out my window. It's situational for me. Does it is it fruitational for you? Because you changed the banana to an apple. All I thought of you a mentioned sudden. apples too in the beginning of the story. Would you talk about apples and bananas? No, just bananas. Oh, just bananas. <laughs> I'm thinking apples too. I want to talk about all fruits, strawberries. What do you do with strawberries when it happens? Hey, it's Tuesday. We have a lot going on. If you just joined us, you have to download the podcast because uh, Golden Pipes, Carnell Johnson, was in studio 
talking about tonight's game. Of course, he sings our national anthem for our Vegas Golden Knights, so he was in studio. Next hour, 8 o'clock hour, 8.45, Dave Gosher will be in studio. And it's also Tuesday, so we got Try It Tuesday coming up. Yeah, today's uh, Try It Tuesday show will be an interesting one. Trust me, if you've never logged on to watch us live in studio, this may be the day you need to do it. It involves high-heeled shoes. For all of us. <laughs> so that is coming up uh, just after 8 o'clock on Mix 94.1. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. from selena gomez that is what she is alluding to she uh did a little post saying don't worry guys it's coming even from paris so sounds like she's doing some recording maybe we'll be hearing some new selena stuff now oh my gosh such a busy busy show today i already feel like it, it should be 10 o'clock and it's only 803 <laughs> <laughs> so much going on so it's still to come try it. tuesday dave gosher will be in studio and something i feel we're kind of overlooking today it's Festa. <laughs> Festa! It's, if you're not a BTS fan, you probably don't know what that is. It's uh, it, it's the anniversary of BTS's debut. Ten years since they came together and made their debut. And uh, every year, the, the group releases content um, leading up to the anniversary. Today, my phone notifications are going like crazy with all these uh, all this content that they're they're dropping right now. So, yes, happy Festa to you. I, I love it because you're very passionate about BTS. I love it when you talk about it. Your passion shines. And because of that, uh, I picked up stuff on BTS almost through osmosis. And it's so funny because I can kind of hold my own now when it comes to conversations about BTS and K-pop. We were at a, a barbecue uh, going away party on Saturday night. And one of the moms that was talking about her daughter, and she's like, oh, Sydney's into K-pop. And I'm like, BTS? And she's like, yeah, how did you know? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, you know, who's her favorite? And I mentioned some of the guys. Did you, did you ask who her bias is? That's a, not, uh, not who's yeah. your favorite. It's who's your bias. Who's your bias? No, I said, who is her favorite? Okay, and that's I, all right. I mentioned some of the guys, and I, then I even brought up, is she ready for Festa coming up this weekend? <laughs> she's like, how do you know all this stuff? And I'm like, well, Mercedes, she's a huge BTS fan. And through osmosis, I picked up on it. Yeah, sometimes just being around the person, they can expose you something to... To, to you know things that you normally would pay no attention to and then all of a sudden you've developed actual knowledge on it i'm sure we've all done that to each other in some way shape or form where the knowledge that one of us has kind of leaks to to the other people on the show like with you i'm trying to think what um what i've learned from osmosis from you i would say i i've picked up on little things about um 
about wrestling and certain wrestlers and um, what's that wrestler's name? Uh, Who's it that? doesn't matter what his name <laughs> is. <laughs> See, I've learned that from you. Yes, you did. <laughs> <laughs> All through osmosis. You, you taught me that without realizing that you were teaching me that. I certainly <laughs> did. And people, that are, and people that don't know the wrestling world are like, what is she doing? It's a wrestling thing. It's this right here. It doesn't matter what your name is. <laughs> It's a classic line from The Rock. You ask them their name, they start to say it, and you drop that line on them. I, I, I will always remember that. I know that the um, the sad clown is, hold on, not The Undertaker, right? No. Uh, the sad clown is Sting. Yes! Oh, my um, gosh, yeah. John Cena wears George. Yes. He has that song that he, when he comes out, it's like, I, I forget his theme song? Yeah. Uh, hold on one second. I think I'm going to... The Rock's theme song? Uh, wait, do you or know... not The Rock, the John Cena's theme Do you know this, uh, this one? Where is John Cena? Right here. Yes. Because this sounds like an actual song. This is him singing. No, but it sounds like a, a song by a real artist. There, there's... Oh, John Cena put out, he put out like a whole rap album. I feel like it sounds like a Black Eyed Peas song when it starts, but it's not. It's John Cena. <laughs> it's John Cena. Hey, try it Tuesday, and uh, that's coming up in about 10 minutes. Why do we all have high heels? Find out with Try It Tuesday. We have a packed show this morning. Carnell Johnson, Golden Pipes, was on last hour. Coming up this hour at 845, Dave Gosher will be in studio to join us and talk about tonight's big hockey game. But right now... Right now, you definitely want to check out our live stream. I'm telling you, it will be worth it. Go to our um, our Facebook page or our YouTube channel, Mercedes in the Morning. You'll want to watch this. It is Tuesday, and that means it is time for Try It Tuesday, where we try something before you do, so you know whether or not you want to waste your time, your money, your dignity will do it first. <laughs> and that's precisely what is happening today. So um, we are trying a trend today, or maybe it's a hack more so. And it involves high heels. Look at that. That is, I, the last time I wore these was probably a year ago because I hate wearing high heels. <laughs> Did you guys bring your heels in this morning? Steph, she's got hers. I got my beige heels here. Oh, you got a thick heel. I too. do have That's thick heel. That's nice. Yeah. Oh. JC, I'm excited then to see I was, yours. I was at oh my gosh. Target where I got these. Uh, size 11, the biggest ones they have in ladies. So we'll, hopefully these will fit. But beautiful like tan color. The, the brand is called A New Day. Okay, so what we're doing today for Try It Tuesday is the high heel hack. Okay, the high heel hack. Anyone who has ever worn high heels knows that even if they feel good when you put them on, after walking and standing in them for a while, they tend to start to make your feet hurt. We still wear them because they they look good. They make our legs look good. But the pain can make you swear off heels altogether. But a hack from a shoe company could change all that. There's a UK-based shoe brand called Ego. And they have shared a 10-second video on TikTok that shows the simple fix for making these comfortable. And all it takes is some tape. Now, I have masking tape here. We're not going to use that. We actually have... What is the, what kind of tape is that that we're using, Steph? Is it packaging Packi tape? Packing, packing tape. Packing tape, tape. Okay, yeah. we're going to try it with packing tape. And what it is, they say that this helps you last longer in heels. Um... 
in the clip, this model, she tapes her third and fourth toes together. And they explain it lasts, it helps you last longer because it relieves the, the pressure and it improves the comfort on your feet. Now, she tapes her toes, her third and fourth toe up together, puts on her heels, and she's off. Now, reading the comments, people are going crazy. They're like, my aunt taught me this. I used to do this years ago with Band-Aids. It really does work. Um, the nerves that control the most pain come from the nerves between the third and fourth toe. By bringing the two together, you are releasing the pressure. So, we'll do one side without tape, and we'll do the other side with the tape on the toes. You guys got your tape? I got my heels. I got my tape. I'm taking my shoes off right now. Okay, I've got my packing tape. So um, because uh, showing your feet on camera is weird and some people say weird things, I'm going to tape my feet up. Oh, yeah. We've had, uh, there's a situation once where Mercedes had a dangle heel and she Post, someone posted a picture on a certain website. Uh, they did? Yeah, remember the whole thing? They posted it? Oh, and they're making comments I've been, about I've it. been offered money to show feet pics There's, That's a whole thing. Ladies. How much did you make? I didn't do it. I should have, though. Ladies that uh, do the dangle heel, that's a thing. Okay. So it's the third and fourth, so the middle and then the one next to the pinky? Yes. Okay. Okay, this tape is not working. Are you using the packing or the masking? Uh, the packing. Your third and fourth tape, toe, you tape together? I'm going with the uh, the regular tape. Uh, masking tape? Yeah, it just seems easier to get around. Okay, I just did it. I just taped them together. Yeah, same here. Okay. okay. I'm using the masking tape. It works pretty well Masking tape's pretty easy, yeah. Masking I mean, not tape? the masking, the packing. the packing. Oh. The packing tape worked yeah, well. Yeah, but how does it toes. look, though? The masking tape, you can't even see it. So, Steph, you walk into a ball, a gala, and you got those on your feet. People don't notice that. Um, maybe not. I mean, she's got that part covering it. I've got, like, closed toes, so you're not going to notice. Oh, it depends on the heels. Mine are, mine are open-toed, so okay. I'm a little cautious about that. Okay. What about yours, Steph? I think that, for me, since they're closed toes, I, that you wouldn't be able to see... But I'm worried about JC because you might be able to see your tape. But So here's a look. I got open-toed and you can't see my tape. Unless you put it up on the camera like that. Yeah. But uh, you can't see it on the front side. Okay, so I just put my shoe on the uh, foot with the tape. And already it does feel a little different. Um, I'm putting my shoe on the side that does not have the tape. Boy. Oh, there, I already feel a difference. Do you guys feel a difference? I'm having a hard time getting my heels on, but... Oh, man. Do you yeah. need help? JC, have you ever worn heels before? Uh, I think this is my first time. I may have done, actually, when we lost a Super Bowl bet to the Goodmans. I had to dress in drag and do the zip line on the strip, so I have dressed in heels before. Okay. With the zip line on Fremont Street. Um, hmm. I, I, I dis distinctly feel a difference in where the oh pressure God, yeah. is distributed. This is very interesting. I wish I would have known this a lot earlier. Yeah, I uh, I too feel the difference. It's it slid into my heel and my shoes easier as well. We're gonna have to do the walk to to really determine. So, um, JC, since you're up and walking around, do you want to try walking um, on camera? Sure. To show us the difference, this is your opportunity, guys, to say see JC walk in heels. Yeah, very elegant. Um, let's see. I just think walking in heels is going to be a challenge initially, but now you got the tape yeah. on it, so this this should be really. So to walk to you, Steph. Yes. Let me uh, get the camera on. I just got to switch the camera away. Wow, it feels weird. How do I? These heels, the by the way, these are very comfortable shoes. A new day at Target. <laughs> Go get your Target heels, ladies. <laughs> Uh, yeah. All okay, right. we ready? I'm walking to you. Okay. Are we ready? Yeah. Uh, we are live streaming right now. 
on Facebook Live and on our YouTube so the right channel. Right one has the tape, the left one does not. But your your straps aren't in. But it, it might, they don't fit my feet. Yes, they, they don't fit your their, your ankles. The, the straps. I, sorry, I big ankles. You got big ankles. You have cankles. I got cankles. <laughs> you, you look very not. beautiful in them, JC. Thank you. Okay. Oh my goodness. How do, does one feel easy, better than the other? Yeah, the right feels better. It does. It's a little bit tighter, Mercedes. A little bit tighter. Huh. Let me go out here. Some of the comments. Um, th- this absolutely works. I do this every time I wear high heels. Wow. We're just now hearing about this. Yeah. This if it's, it works. That works? Yeah. I, I do notice a difference. I feel like the right one is more secure. In the left one, if that makes sense, I don't feel like my feet are sliding around as much on the right shoe as it is in the left shoe. Well, it's supposed to be about the pressure or distribution on your feet. Um, and just initially wearing them, I definitely feel like there's more pressure on my entire left foot. On my right foot, I feel a lightness. Steph, you're standing. Who's going to walk next? Do you want to okay. walk? Can you film me? Yeah. Can you film me? It's going to be this way. Okay. The selfie way. This way? Yes. Okay. Steph is going to walk now in, in the heels. We're doing the tape heel challenge. Okay. Oh! Do you feel it? Wow! I feel... I'm going to go out here. The high heel hack. A little bit, a little bit of relief on the, on the right. My right foot is where I taped. Not bad. Right? If you're wow. just tuning in, you just have to tape your third and fourth toe together, and it's supposed to take the pressure <laughs> off and make your heels more comfortable. Okay, Mercedes. Okay. All right. I'm afraid I'm going to fall because I haven't worn these shoes in a year, but I'm, I'm coming out, and uh, I have my right foot t- taped. My left foot is not taped. Okay. Here comes Mercedes. The high heel hack. Here she comes. Very elegant. Making her way into our studio right now. We're live streaming. Here she comes. Sexy lady. Yeah. This is crazy. It is more comfortable. There's the pressure on the left is all the way at the ball of my foot. On this one, I only feel it on my big toe. So it is much more comfortable. This is so cool. Yeah, do some dance moves. (laughs) Yeah, yeah baby. you got that dance down. <laughs> this works. I am shooketh. Oh my gosh, it feels good. I'm gonna start doing this. Okay. And you can't see it, right? Because you have closed toe. Yeah. Yeah. What's the difference between her heel and my heel? I got a wider heel. Mine's like a chunkier heel. Yeah, your heel is like there's a stiletto heel. Mm-hmm. You have uh, also taller heels that are like six inch heels. Yeah. Uh, yours, look, let me see your heels one more time, JC. Show the camera. Okay. Everyone should give a heel shot. <laughs> oh, you look good with your right. skin tone, too. Thank you. Um, these are like stilettos with a platform. Yours are thick heels, which are typically easier to walk in, okay, which is good. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, you're, you got a chunky heel, too, Steph. Those are, those are cute. Um, they're definitely easier to walk in, but I think that this actually works. I am a fan of this hack. I'm going to start doing this. 
JC, are you going to start yeah, doing that? No, yeah, absolutely. When I wear my heels, no. But it's, <laughs> it's, it's very comfortable. These shoes are very comfortable. Uh, it's my first time wearing heels. And so, yeah, I'm sure if I had to walk much more, my feet would start to hurt. But, yeah, I could feel less pressure. It's easier on my right foot than it is on my left foot. Your first time wearing heels? Since. Where are your boots? Oh, I got sneakers today. Oh, you got sneakers? Oh, okay. Well, your boots have a big heel on them. That's true. I should, I should try to use my boots. <laughs> yeah, and, you and really take should. The That's what my I was going to say. Do that with your boots. I think it works. I yeah, give it a big, nice. huge, gigantic thumbs up. I never would have thought of doing that, but it definitely works. I I think it works. I just don't know if I'm going to do it again because of the tape that I used. Maybe I tried the tape that you guys used because, you know, when you walk, you can kind of feel the crunchiness of the tape. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing is the downside for me but other than that we'll see to me it served as two things taking the pressure off and it gave a little padding too so that's why i liked it but a thumbs up for me you guys y'all give it a thumbs up yeah i think you two are the judge and mercedes gives it a thumbs up steph i'll give it a thumbs up for this experiment but not for for life right for life Eh, mid thumb now I can go put these back in the box they were in and collect more dust. <laughs> and I can go back I'm to Target to return with, mine. Yeah, <laughs> the sneakers are what I'm sticking with. Same. Unless Dave Gosher wants to try the high heel hack. He's coming up here right around 845. And up next, we do have Heads Up and your chance to re- win a really cool prize for Father's Day. A, a Wally's Father's Day grill box from Wally's Wine and Spirits. That's on the way next. It's Mix 94.1. It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix Nutty 4.1. Hey, Christian, good morning. Good morning. You are caller 20. You ready to play Heads Up? I am ready. Let's do it. Let's do it. We want to get you this amazing grill box from Wally's for Father's Day. Pick a category. Do you want to go with Stanley Cup, Kryptonite, Polaroid, or Asparagus? Whoa. Um, let's do kryptonite. Kryptonite it is. Okay, Superman Day was yesterday. So these are all famous superheroes, okay? Sweet. All right. Who do you want to pick as your partner? I'm going to rock with JC on this one. All right. All right. Here we go, Christian. 60 seconds on the clock. You get six correct. We get that Wally's Father's Day grill box, and we start now. This one is Batman's partner. Uh, Robin. Yes. This guy has claws. Hugh Jackman played him. Wolverine. Yes. This woman has an... Ah, I said woman. Okay, don't, don't make this person angry. He turns green. Hulk. Yes. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. played this guy. Iron Man. Yes. Okay, uh, we mentioned Robin and his partner, the female version of that. That um, uh, one? Meow. Oh, uh... Catwoman. Yes. This man. Ah, I said it. Uh, I should uh, not do that. Uh, we'll pass on this next one. Okay. If it's raining outside or it might be a thunder what? Thunder storm? Yeah. Yeah, that's six. I, I think so. Wait, Even hold with on. my uh, One, with two, my, three, my goose there? Four. Oh, it's five. It's five. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. Wakanda forever. Uh... What's his, uh, wow, Black Panther. Yeah! Whoa, that, that was my bad. I, I, I accept full responsibility for that mess up. Uh, I, I just got very excited. I thought you guys had it. But you you had plenty of time left, not going to lie. So you got it. Yeah. Congratulations, Christian. 
That is awesome. Thank you guys so much. Okay, thank you, buddy. Hold on one second. We'll get your information, but you're all set with that Wally's Father's Day grill box from Wally's Wine and Spirits, and we'll have those grill boxes all week long. We'll have another one tomorrow morning coming up right around 825, and Mercedes, this has been an action-packed morning. Oh, my gosh. So much going on between having Carnell Johnson Golden Pipes on the show to walking around in high heels, and now... We're going to have Dave Gosher joining us on the show. Cannot wait to hear his thoughts on tonight's game. He He's one of my favorite guests that we have on the show. He is so sweet. He is in the building. He's in the green room getting ready for his appearance. And he'll join us next. It's Mix 94.1. Mercedes in the morning. Good morning. Good morning. On Mix 94.1. Tonight, could there be a new Stanley Cup winner? I'm not saying it. But it's going to be one of two teams eventually, and let's hope it's ours tonight. And to talk about the Vegas Golden Knights game versus the Florida Panthers, Dave Gosher joins us. He is, in my opinion, the voice of the Golden Knights. <laughs> Hi, how are you, Dave? I'm great, guys. It's uh, I say days like this, the, like the hours can't tick away fast enough. Oh, I know. Yeah. Like it's not 5 o'clock. What time is it? It's not close to 5 o'clock yet. <laughs> it's not, It's going to be the longest day ever. Oh, and my gosh. I how how are you guys feeling being part of the organization? Um, are you hopeful going in tonight? So many questions. Yeah, I think so, Mercedes. Look, they should be a pretty confident group, right? They've they've done a lot of good all year long. Uh, number one seed in the West, team record for points, tied the team record for wins, and they beat three really good teams to to get to this point where they're you know one win away from from winning the Stanley Cup. So, you know, we Shane uh, Knighty and I talked to Bruce Cassidy yesterday for our little weekly radio show the team does and it was our turn to do it yesterday and they seem like a confident group i asked bruce i said and this is yesterday i said are you gonna sleep tonight and he said yeah i think so really i yeah. mean how can you sleep and i'm like i know i didn't sleep <laughs> do you think the players are sleeping do you think they're so just relaxed the, the, the confidence they have when you watch them play it radiates yeah. through the television do you think that all the players are sleeping last night i would hope so jc but look it, and the other thing is you, you do have to talk about the elephant like this is not just a game in the middle of november tonight yeah so i, mm-hmm. I I think they did address that yesterday. They'll have another meeting uh, at City National this morning. But you'd hope they just kind of, you know, players are, they are really creatures of habit. Game days, non-game days. The nice thing about, you know, being out west, a a ton of good things. But the 5 o'clock start tonight, there's no morning skate. There's really no more questions. No more media. It's just go play the game. So, yeah, I, I would hope they got a little bit of rest last night. Who should we be watching tonight on both teams? Who are the players to really keep your eye on? Well, I think for the Golden Knights part of it, Mercedes, the good part is they've you just don't know from night to night who might be the guy that pulls through. I mean, Chandler Stevenson had two goals in Game Four. William Carlson had another goal. Um, I, I always, I always just for the entertainment value alone, love to look at Mark Stone. And if he's, you know, when he scores again in November on a Tuesday, he loves it. Right, his reactions. <laughs> Could you imagine if he scored tonight? Oh my What gosh. that would be like. So I, I think you kind of you always look to your probably your leaders and your leadership in games of this magnitude, and they've got a lot of those guys, right? From Stone to Petrangelo to Martinez, and you know you can go right on down the line that have that have have really helped lead this team all season long. Um, that being said, the great part about this team is night to night, you never really know who's going to break through. Well, I, I noticed that Petrangelo in this series specifically has really been a target of the. Panthers. They yeah. really are going after him. 
Why him? What is going on there? Yeah, because if you're on the other team, you would love to wear down the other team's best defenseman. Yeah. Right? So that, you remember back in round two where Leon Dreisaitl and, and Petrangelo slashed him, got a one-game suspension because mm-hmm. I think he had had enough of of getting run at. So I think that's that's part of it. If you're scouting against the Golden Knights, you want to make him pay a price Every time he goes back to play the puck, him and Martinez, not just them, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Shea Theodore, don't make it easy for them to go back, play pucks, and get moving up the ice. So I think it's, it's in a way, maybe kind of a testament to how good a player he is. That He doesn't seem very affected by it. <laughs> I mean, outside of snapping against Dreisaitl, it seems like he gets through it just fine. Are we just spoiled hearing you and Shane call the games, or do you hear a bias with the announcers when they're calling a Golden Knights game, when it's not you two calling it? It's funny, JC. I don't listen to a lot of it, but I do read it. Well, in case we're at the games, right? Mm-hmm. So we're there, so I'm not listening to it. Um, I don't know. I, I, look, I, I get it, because we're all here in the Valley watching it through Golden Knights tinted glasses. Mm-hmm. So I understand all that. Um, I've got a, I've got some messages from my, my friend Mercedes to that ilk that she doesn't <laughs> like this at all. I text him. I'm like, where are you What guys? is going on? Yeah. But I, I, I get it. I hear it. I hear it. I don't know. I don't want to say I hear it coming out of the TV because I don't listen to a lot of it, but I hear it just in the in the in the atmosphere. Do you think some of it is, is a bias, or do you think as an announcer, are you like told by the television company and producers of okay, you know, Vegas is destroying Florida right now? Kind of sell the audience outside of Las Vegas. Sell the audience in New York and North Carolina why they need to keep watching the game or I, tune I, into the next game. Yeah, I think JC, if it's a lopsided game, like let's take for instance seven to two game two, mm-hmm. right? It's it was four nothing at some point. You've got to try to find a way to hold the audience in there. The last thing you want is, ah, this is over. Click. Yeah. So I think that's probably part of it. I will say, having dabbled in that world, the, the national TV thing over the last little while, I don't. I could care less who wins. I really could. I don't really, I don't know if, the, if I don't think these guys, you want a good game and a good series. But I'll just speak for myself. When I've done it, I really don't. What you don't want is a four nothing game halfway through. Because mm-hmm. yeah. then you're like, oh, now what? You know, now you've got to really, you've got to be strategic and try to figure out ways to to keep people from grabbing the clicker. What is your take going into tonight? You know, we're we're one game away, um, but I just don't feel like Florida's going to go down without a fight. What are your predictions for tonight? Well, I mean, I look, I, I've got a lot of good feelings about it, Mercedes. My, my my thought before the series was the Golden Knights should win. Yeah. They're the better team. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Now, whether that's tonight, I was talking to a friend on the ride over here. The last thing I want to do, but more importantly, the team wants to do, is to get on a plane again and fly back to Florida. So I think with them having the opportunity to wrap this up here at home, um, I do expect them to do that. Now, that being said, Florida was down 3-1 to one to Boston in the first round, the greatest regular season team ever, and they didn't lose another game. Oh, they were down 3-1 at one point? Yeah. They were down 3-1 to Boston. They, yeah. Well, <laughs> but I did say, you know, we were talking about this yesterday, but that's three rounds ago now. Yeah. I don't know how healthy Matthew Kachuk is. It doesn't sound like he's very healthy at all. Uh, Aaron Ekblad's one of their best defensemen, if not their best. It seems like he's kind of hanging on, fighting through injury. I think everyone now is probably banged up in some fashion, but there's levels of banged up. Mm-hmm. You know, you hear everything with Kachuk from sternum to shoulder to whatever. Ekblad, same thing, shoulder maybe. So <clears throat> Bruce Cassidy always talks about breaking the other team's will. And at some point in the playoff series, that happens. Now, that could be in a seventh game. It could be in a fifth game. But, like, you give the other team a reason to say you know the heck with this it's not going to work out and hopefully 
I, what I keep coming back to, Mercedes, is the atmosphere in that building. Oh, tonight. it's insane. I can't wait to see it. Like, you know, we've all, we were talking about this yesterday. There's a bunch of us that picked up our whole lives six years ago to camp, come out here to be a part of this. And you're like, I'm not sure how this is going to go. They're probably not going to be good for a few years. <laughs> look at this. And twice. look at this. And it's, but now it's. You know that now it's real. Yeah. Like now they have a chance to win the whole thing. Before we're like looking at Ovechkin and Steve. Yeah, like, I know. Oh, I, know. Boy, <laughs> I don't know about this, but now it's a reality. And just going back to Boston quickly, um, it, were you there when they won the cup in 2011? Yeah. You used to be the voice of the Bruins. Yeah. What What is that feeling when the team, after all that hard work, finally gets it. Yeah, I, he I heard somebody say, Sean Thornton, who was on that team, who's a good friend of Shane's, and, and I know very well, too, he said, and I don't have kids, but he said, other than your kids being born, it's the greatest day of your life. Wow. And I just got goosebumps. <laughs> you know, because these these guys work so hard for so long. And, and, you know, we don't see all of it from when they were kids to whether they played in college mm -hmm. or junior and worked their way up through the minors. And you, you do it all for a moment like this. And uh, so that, you know, that was uh, hard to believe. It was 12 years ago now. It was complete chaos. You know, they won it in Vancouver. I was doing the radio for the Bruins, so was was able to call it. And lucky enough just to kind of get down into the locker room. And it was just, it's a mixture of champagne and beer and people. <laughs> and, and there's this big silver Stanley Cup right in the middle of it. it it's it's bedlam, and I was I was talking to a friend the other day. They had a the parade back there was still the biggest parade they've ever had in Boston. They've had a lot of winning there, yeah. obviously over the last twenty years, but I think they had a million or one point two million people at the parade. Oh my gosh! So it's so it, it, look, you can't help but think about what that might look like here, but uh, you know, there's still like there's still a lot of work to be done. There's uh, a game they've to still, play. They still got to win something. Yeah. They still got to finish the job here. Do you, as an announcer, when you go into a big game, do you have like the call in your mind? I I had a, I gave it a thought, JC. So when the Bruins won it that morning, I kind of thought about it a little bit. I, it's funny now. I, I didn't think about it much all, and that was in uh, that was Vancouver. That was another yeah. back and forth, and we didn't have the two days off between the travel days like we do now. So the morning of that game, I thought about it a little bit, which was in Boston. Now, if you, well, it's been a, this way for a long time, you get a duck boat parade of your own. Then that's what you ride this on through the city. Oh, okay. So I thought about it that morning a little bit because you start to get texts from people. Good luck tonight. Mm -hmm. and, you know, but you have to like, it, it was same thing was same exact deal. Five o'clock game out West, right? Five o'clock game in Vancouver. So there's no skate. But I was climbing the walls of the hotel. I'm like, i got to get out of here. So I went and grabbed a coffee and sat down. Vancouver's a gorgeous. When the weather's good, it's a gorgeous city. Sat down by the water and just kind of gave it a little thought. But I'm not a fan of scripting out a paragraph and a half. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, I'll give you an example. And I watch golf. I like to play. And I watched uh, the Nick Taylor, the guy from Canada, win the, the PGA thing in Canada the other day. And Jim Nance, who is awesome, said, uh, glorious and free. He was the first guy to win their national open in Canada, I think, in 59 years. And I think he always says the right thing. I don't know how the hell he does it. <laughs> but so it's a long way of saying I think you have to give it a little. I, I'm not I'm not good enough to just wing it and, mm -hmm. and give it to, up to chance. So, I, yeah, if I was doing this tonight, I'd be I would have thought about something relatively intelligent, I hope, by now. <laughs> oh, man. I think it's exciting. It's, yeah. The game obviously needs to be won, but. If the Golden Knights do get to raise that cup and, and Mark Stone would be the first one, 
Who do you think should be the second person? Well, you know, my thought is probably Jack Eichel. Yeah. You know, and, and usually it goes in the order of like uh, seniority. Uh huh. But you know, like Alex Petrangelo's won it. Uh, Alec Martinez has won it twice. Tw- twice. Yeah. Jonathan Quick's won it twice. Phil Kessel's not in the lineup, but he would be out there. Obviously, he's won it twice. That's just kind of my thought that somebody like Jack, who had never been in the playoffs ever before this year, and now he's, I think he's second on the team in playoff scoring. And yeah, I, I kind of think I've tried not to go that far down the road, to be honest. <laughs> I with know, you. I know. We don't want to get ahead of ourselves. I feel like I want to punch, like, knock on any wood you can find. <laughs> yeah. And, but uh, yeah, and it's, again, it, it's just, it's a chaotic scene. When that happens, I mean, I, and it's different because when I was around the Bruins in t- 2011, it was on the road and it was chaos. Oh my gosh, yeah. I can't imagine what it would be like if and when it ever were to happen and maybe it happens here, what that would look like. Well, yeah, we don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves, but we're, I think we're all cautiously optimistic going into the game tonight. Dave, you I just I could literally talk to you all day long about this <laughs> and many other subjects. You're probably one of the most interesting guys I I know and thank you for always taking the time to come on the show. Um can I just like sit by you and have you do play by play for tonight's game? I told you before we came on, JC was like, Where do you watch the games from? I said, We're lucky enough somebody lets us we loiter and we just whoever takes us into their suite, we watch from there. So Can you just put us in a hockey bag and carry us yeah. in? <laughs> this is just my equipment. Carry the hockey bag over the shoulder. She's like a large Let's do it some bootleg stream of you and Shane calling the games tonight. I know. And is, and is Shane jealous that you're now one step closer to becoming the, the guest that has appeared on the show the most? No, I no, he probably is. Yeah, because yeah. I think he's the record holder at 645 appearances. I know, but you're this coming in there at 620. Yeah. I mean, we just got to get you a few more times in here somewhere. Got to stop inviting him. Slowly climb the ladder. I love it. Thanks so much for joining us, Dave. Right, and uh, again, the puck it. drops at 5 o'clock tonight. It's Mix 94.1. I feel so bad. I uh, completely made two youngsters so uncomfortable yesterday. Like one right after the other. I, I have you ever taken a driver's ed course? I did not. I just learned as a kid driving as much as possible. And when I got my permit, my parents just took me out. So I, I never took an official class. Yeah, I never did either. My dad just taught me how to drive, went in, took my driver's test, passed it, was good to go. Um, yesterday, I um, driving home. I get off of my exit off of the 215 and I start driving down the street to, to my neighborhood. And there's this car in front of me is going so slow. I was like, oh, so I'm pulling up on it and I got to be honest, I know this is not the right thing to do, but I was right on their bumper. I'm like, go already. And then I look and there's a bumper sticker on the car and it says, please be patient, student driver. And I was like, oh, man, it's a student <laughs> driver. Oh, so I can just see the kids eyes in the rearview mirror. And they're so big. I'm like this poor kid. I am. I am freaking them out right now because I'm right on their bumper. I'm going to switch lanes. So I put my signal. I switch lanes. I go past them. I look. And it's definitely a kid <laughs> learning how to drive. And they're, they're, Straight up. The instructor's in the passenger seat. And I was like, oh, man, I feel bad. So I start going down the street. And then the car in my lane. It's going slow. And I'm just like, enough already. Why is everyone going so slow? I look, and on the top of the car is one of those like signs, and it says XYZ driving school. I'm like, is today the day that all the student <laughs> drivers are out? Oh my.
my gosh. So at this point, I can't switch back lanes because the other guy's going slow. This guy's going slow. I mean, I say slow. They're probably going the speed limit, I'll be honest. And so I'm like right behind them. Same thing. I see the kid's eyes through the rearview mirror. It's a girl. And she's just like, <laughs> I can see. She turns her turn signal to turn left, which is where I have to turn left. So I'm still behind her. She's freaking out. And then finally I turn, I make another left and she goes straight. But man, I really ruined their days. I felt really bad about it. See, I don't think you should. And instead, you gave those kids a real life teachable moment. Because that's how most people drive in Vegas. They're speeding up on you. I mean, it was a rare thing for you, but a lot of people, they'll speed up. If you're going too slow, they'll pass you aggressively, go up fast on the other car. So that was a teachable moment. The instructor saying, we, this is Vegas, kid. Get used to those drivers. Oh, but and with that being said, I think the instructor should be like, okay, this this street, they typically, instead of going 35, they go 40. Yeah. So let's go 40. <laughs> Pick it up a little bit. Nope. They were going not just, not 35, but 25. I'm like, oh my gosh, did, this is awful. Do they still have... Because I remember seeing this when I was younger. The steering wheel on both sides. So that way if the kid who's driving has a complete meltdown, the driver can just take the wheel on the right-hand side. Wait, no, what? I've never heard of that. Like oh, a, yeah. Like an England car? Like driving old school, like driver instructing cars would have two steering wheels. They were connected. One on the left for the person driving and one on the right. So the, the kid starts panicking. The constructor can just take the wheel on his side and take over. Like like the old Autotopia at Disneyland where there's two steering <laughs> yes. wheels in it? I did they not those, even yes. know that. Uh-huh. Oh, my gosh. For complete safety. So you can overtake the kid? Yes. Uh-huh. What, what about brakes? Do they, ha- do they have their own brakes and gas on their side? Uh, I think so. I I think they had everything. It was just dual switches. That would be bad if they, you still had no control of the brake. <laughs> you take over the steering. That would be pretty Break. messy. Steph, I need you. Could you load up a song? Um, actually, you know what? No, wait. I, we have it in here. Hold on one second. This is going to be so fun. I'm going to play this song, Mercedes, and I want you to react to the song as if I am the one hearing it. Does that make sense? As if you're hearing it? Yes. Oh, it's going to be Cindy Lauper. Girls just want to have fun, and this is the reaction. Woo! <laughs> No, right? no. Uh, is it this one right here? Yes. Oh. I hate this song. This is the worst song ever. It reminds me working at Value Rent-A-Car. It was not epic when I worked there and I would hear this song. I'm telling you, it was it was not on point. <laughs> I'm trying to use other JC isms. Other JC isms. I was not golden. I just, <laughs> you said one today and I forget it. Oh, what was oh did it? I drop a new ism today? Yeah, you went, it's not a new one, but what did you say? Like, I went to the well of my isms. Um, it was. Uh, when something's going to be really great, it's going to be... Uh, epic, amazing, fantastic. Uh, I don't know. But anyway, th- that that's your reaction to this song. Yes, it's always been my reaction to this song. Um, and the exact reason why, because I worked at the rental car place, they played this song over and over to the to was the burnout factor, and I was sick of the song. But I used this song as a test run on Monday for Beat Mercedes. And it's the first time I heard it in a while. And when it started... I had a different feeling for the first time. I've got a musical 180 on this song. I used to hate this song. Couldn't stand it. But oh, na- don't say it. But now when I listen to no. it, it's nostalgic. It takes me back to those times in the 90s when I was working at the rental car place, going to UNLV. In the summertime for some reason with the song, and it was hot, but customers always coming in and meeting new customers flying in from different cities. And so this song now brings me joy instead of hate. I don't even know you anymore. <laughs> Who have you become? Did I fall and hit my head? I've always known you as 
the hater of this song. When I hear it, I think, ah, JC would hate this. <laughs> I can't now think, oh, JC loves this song. That just doesn't work. It's a musical 180. It was the weirdest thing. We started playing it, and I'm like, oh, yeah, oh, that was good times working with so and so. And so I actually went yesterday afternoon and played the entire oh, song. Oh, my God. Played the entire song because I wanted to really get in that vibe, and it took me back to that special time. I am really just, I wouldn't say disappointed because, you know, I have nothing against Blondie, but I am, I really feel like we've grown apart. I just don't know you anymore. You're like a stranger to me. I I don't know. I, I like know. Blondie. I'm wearing sneakers today instead I of boots. Mean, what the heck? You are just completely changed. You're not the 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 guy that I I once knew. What oh, happened? Heart is filling with joy. What is happening, Mercedes? It was a musical 180. It was the strangest thing. Strangest thing. You know what? Blondie is somewhere right now. Debbie Harry's like. Finally, we finally won you over after all these years. We got him. <laughs> Probably play one more song. I'll go back to hating it. But right now, I'm really loving the no, song. No, I, I like the song. I'm glad you like it. Now, we just got to get you back on Nickelback. <laughs> and then you've really done a, a 180 for Chad, sure. Chad Kruger was so kind. He was such a kind man. I, w- I wanted to tell him how, so badly how much you joke about them and tell say terrible things about them. But, you know, I, I did you a solid and Thank I did you. not. Thank you. <laughs> uh, what's trending is coming up next. What do you have for All us? All right. We are going to talk about Celine Dion. She is saying goodbye. Pat Sajak is moving on. And cover your kids' ears because wait until you hear what the upcoming Happy Mail prize is. You might be making a lot of trips to Mickey D's. All of that is coming up next in What's Trending. Mercedes in the mornings. What's trending is on Mix 94.1. Celine Dion is trending this morning. Au revoir, Queen Celine. I'll get your French straight here, lady. The woman who revamped the Las Vegas residency is saying goodbye and headed home. Radar Online's reporting that Celine sold her $30 million Las Vegas mansion after canceling the remainder of her residency, and she's going back to her home in Canada. The singer wants to surround herself with her friends and family as she fights the debilitating symptoms due to her stiff person syndrome diagnosis. Now, the source adds that the disease is incurable and she's she's just not getting any better. And she has 11 siblings in Canada where she can have that support system that she needs in this time of crisis. She's a, tra- a trailblazer in Las Vegas. True trailblazer. Just set the standard for the residencies that we know today. Like Elvis did his thing in the uh, 70s. That, that was that was cool. Two shows a night in a half of the 70s. And then like playing Vegas in the 80s and 90s wasn't like the, the hip thing it is now. It was uh, considered where performers went to die in Vegas. And then she just completely changed that and has opened the door for so many other big name pro- uh, performers for their residencies here. And just... This this town owes her a lot and just sending her so much love and uh, healing because she's got to be going through a really tough time right now. Also trending this morning is Pat Sajak. So the longtime host of Wheel of Fortune says next year's his final year. He made the announcement yesterday that he's going to retire. He says 
Well, the time has come. I've decided that our 41st season, which begins in September, will be my last. It's been a wonderful ride, and I'll have more to say in the coming months. Many thanks to you all. Now, although he's not going to be in front of the camera, he's still going to partner with the show as a consultant for three years following his retirement. He began hosting the show, taking uh, the spot from Chuck Woolery in 1981. He won the Daytime Emmy for Outstanding Game Show Host three times. In the 80s, if someone would win, you know, they, they, they solved the puzzle and they won $750. Do you remember they would show them like a showcase and they would buy stuff? Yeah, vaguely. I kind of do remember that. It, it would start with, look at this studio filled with fabulous prizes, including a Coffee Mate coffee machine, a gold elephant statue. And then they would highlight certain things. Yes. I it, totally remember that. And they would buy stuff. Uh, Pat, I'll take the gold elephant for $150 and then I'll take the coffee maker for 75 and put the rest on a gift card. Yeah, I'm so glad they don't do that anymore. That was too confusing. It would take forever, uh, yeah, too. Yeah, it would. Um, also trending is McDonald's. If you have a kid or you spend time with any kids, chances are you know what a Squishmallow is. They're those soft, squishy toys. They come in all sorts of shapes and sizes and in the form of animals and foods. And now they are headed to McDonald's as Happy Meal prizes. Jazzwares, the company that makes them, is teaming up with Mickey D's for the promo. It features 24 collectible Squishmallows, including exclusive and seasonal designs. Every participating McDonald's restaurant is going to have 10 to 12 Squishmallows, and 14 of the plush toys will have a playlist that matches their personality and can be accessed through a QR code. The playlists are created by Universal Music Group, but the artists they have that they're featuring, they have not yet been announced, so we're waiting for that. As for when the Squishmallows will start being included in Happy Meals, that has not yet been announced, but they're saying it's happening very, very soon, and that is what's trending. Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. And that is it for us on a Tuesday. Hopefully we see you tomorrow with uh, big smiles on our faces. We're just going to leave it at that and send out all good vibes to everyone, especially men with hockey sticks tonight that wear gold and gray. So good luck to them. And uh, J-Love is coming up next. Tell him he should get us tickets for tonight's game. We would really yeah, appreciate that. You should call him and bother him. <laughs> well, we, uh, we, we know that he does have a cool prize to give away in the 12 o'clock hour. He'll have an Amazon Echo uh, Show 8 to give away, so make sure you're listening for that. We are headed out, but first it's time for the line of the day. Yeah, and what a show it was today. Dave Gosher, the voice of the Golden Knights, joined us to talk about tonight's game. And Golden Pipes, Carnell Johnson was in studio. Carnell sings the national anthem before every game, and he gave us the backstory on this now famous part. I was forewarned that, hey, just so you know, everyone screams this word, so don't let it throw you off. And so I figure, well, no, why not take a breath there? Because as singers, we all got to breathe. So let me just pause for a second, let them do it. And I was told I was the first one to do that. And if that was the case, they said that's what kind of solidified you as the anthem singer. He's, he beat out 600 people for that gig. I mean, he he was meant for that gig. As far as I'm concerned, he is the one to do that. Mm -hmm. That is it for us, everybody. Have a great day. We'll do it for show number 1859, Mercedes in the Morning. Mercedes in the Morning. Did you miss the show? You're not going to want to miss this, folks. Catch up now. Download the podcast of today's show and get updates now online at Mix941.fm. Mercedes in the Morning returns tomorrow morning. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, 
celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.